This is Ashley Hodge with the Sikkim 365 post-game podcast. I'm coming to you after Baylor's 73-71 loss against Brazil. The Tough Luck Bears, two games in a row where they had opportunities to win games down the stretch and just couldn't finish. Uh, not too surprising given, you know, they've got some depth issues in the backcourt, certainly, but also really three guards that aren't used to these situations. They're playing against professionals. Uh, today, Brazil made the plays down the stretch. Uh, disappointing in the sense that uh, Baylor USA had a nine-point lead with about six minutes left after a Dantuan Grimes three at the end of a shot clock, a clutch play by him, and uh, then Brazil came roaring back, ties the game. The USA Baylor team takes a four-point lead with a minute left on a beautiful drive and layup, left-handed layup by uh, Keontae George, but uh, they could not hold on to that four-point lead. Dos Santos for Brazil made some huge plays down the stretch, including an and one where I don't think he really got fouled, but he certainly uh, looked like he tripped over somebody's foot and they the refs called it and he made the free throw and then he made a step back three on Keontae George, really well defended, uh, but it hit the front rim and then bounced in. So just one of those plays that uh, just, you know, some nights the basketball goes your way, some nights it doesn't. These teams are really evenly matched. I think you see that in this tournament. And even though Baylor does not have Adam Flagler, LJ Cryer, Langston Love, Jonathan Chamwa Chachua, they're going toe to toe with these uh, professional teams at, at this uh, global games. They they might have Canada for the semifinals on Saturday. We won't know until the final result tonight uh, between Canada and Italy. Uh, Brazil still has an opportunity to get the number one seed themselves, but uh, if. Uh, if, if Baylor USA plays Canada, it gives them a chance to get some revenge on a loss from yesterday on, on Saturday uh, when the semifinals go, uh, start back up. Let's talk about some of the individual performances in this game. Uh, first of all, nice bounce back game from Dale Bonner. I figured the shooting would be rough. You know, you're, you're playing your third game in three days. You got an eight o'clock tip last night. You turn around and have to play a 1 p.m. tip today. Uh, and these games are physical. You're playing against uh, teams that have more depth than you or playing, have a longer bench. And so I figured that uh, the shot making might be an issue, and it was. Uh, Baylor shoots 31% from the field. They, they uh, were actually um, 34% from three, 10 for 29. They only converted 15 of 23 from the free throw line. Uh, but they did get to the free throw line more than Brazil did. Brazil was nine for 15. And Brazil did a better job shooting uh, field goal percentage-wise. They were 43% from the field, and they were uh, 40% from three, eight for 20. And, and the story of why Baylor was able to stay close or even have the lead for a lot of this game was they did a better job on uh, turnovers. They, they turned Brazil over 18 times, only 13 turnovers for Baylor. And also, they went toe-to-toe on the boards. Uh, good to see. 22 offensive rebounds was really good. 44 rebounds total uh, to 45 for Brazil. So very evenly matched on the, on the glass today. And uh, Brazil had some size, especially number 12, um, Andre, as his last name. Forgetting the Dikembe Andre. Uh, he's a big boy. And 22 years old, apparently. like Just like Adoka Azabuki's 22 years old. <laughs> he, he looks like he's 31. Um, so great game for the Bears, you know, great tests. I mean, this is going to pay dividends during the season. Uh, you're giving these guys lots of huge opportunities in competitive games against Big 12 caliber competition. 
Uh, I mean, we're, we're playing some legit teams here and, and going toe-to-toe with them. So let's talk about Dale Bonner's bounce-back game. He was uh, 12 points. He uh, didn't shoot the ball great, 4 for 11 from the field, but he did make some clutch threes. He was 3 for 6 from 3. He had 6 assists. He had 6 rebounds, only 2 turnovers. And the big thing is he played just tremendous defense all, all game long, really bottled up to Dos Santos until the very end of the game. And, and even those plays, uh, Bonner got on a switch and wasn't on, wasn't covering Dos Santos. Uh, so, you know, I think that, that uh, Dale Bonner has kind of positioned himself to be the key defender on this team. Uh, very impressed with what he's doing on the defensive end. Uh, Jordan Turner had a really nice game today. 13 points. He was only four for 13 from the from uh, the field, one for six from two-point range. He did make three of seven three-point shots. He was two for two from the line. He had four rebounds. Good to see him have some uh, production. Jalen Bridges, uh, four for 13. These guys were all kind of shooting the same <laughs> percentages here. Uh, that You know, some of our outside shooters, uh, he had 10 points. He did make a three. Uh, he was one for four from three. He had seven rebounds. He had four steals. He uh, was very active in passing lanes. Uh, D'Antoine Grimes, two for seven from the field. He was two for four from three-point range. Good to see. He had three turnovers, but he had a couple assists. Love how hard-nosed he plays. Uh, very, very much an asset. And then Joshua Ojiwanua. Ojiwuna. Uh, I got to learn how to pronounce his name correctly. 11 points. Four for four from the field. He was three for five from the free throw line. Seven rebounds. Very active inside. I think um, Baylor fans got to be really excited and what what they see from him. Uh, he looks like he's going to be a key key guy for Baylor this season. Flo Thamba, um, you know, kind of limited minutes today, only 13 minutes and not much production. More like game one for him. Two points. He had one rebound. He had a turnover. Uh, he he wasn't. This was not a good game for Flo after a really good game yesterday. Uh, he was kind of reverted back to game one. You'd love to see a lot more from him. He is battling inside, but uh, definitely not his best games, game one and game three. I think he would be the first one to admit that. Keontae George got it going at times, uh, but he had, didn't have a great shooting night. Four for 14. He was only one for five from, from three, including two at the end of the game, which you know really shouldn't count against him too much. He, did, he was five for six from the free throw line. Five rebounds, three assists, two turnovers. He, he's got to do a better job, I think, of um, when he misses a shot, he goes to the ground. This kind of drives me crazy about the Boston Celtics watching the playoffs. I've noticed uh, Tatum does this and, and Jalen Brown. Whenever they drive, they try to sell the contact, they go to the floor, and then all of a sudden you're looking at a five-on-four down the other end. There was a couple situations, even a late-game situation, where that happened. Uh, but fortunately, Brazil couldn't take advantage. But uh, those are the situations that can get you beat. And uh, hopefully the coaches will be emphasizing that, that, hey, if you miss a shot, get up, sprint back backcourt, play defense. Caleb Lohner, you know, kind of a quiet game from him. Uh, didn't have the shot going today. Love his activity, only three points. Uh, did have four rebounds. He had an assist. He had a block, a pretty spectacular block. And then Zach Loveday played seven minutes. He had a nice block as well. And, uh, you know, he was um, 0 for 2 from the field. Uh, so Zach's not getting as much time as the other guys. But uh, overall, Love the effort, love the uh, energy that we played with, especially on short rest. Brazil's a really good team. I expected a battle. I expected it to be tough to get a win. And uh, sure enough, Brazil, you know, they have experienced players. That Dos Santos, number two for them, was the uh, Brazilian player of the year in their pro league. 
and uh, you know he's he's a five foot ten is what he's listed at, probably five nine, five eight. Uh, but Baylor fans will remember Pierre Jackson. Certainly reminds you of Pierre Jackson in the sense that he is extremely quick. Uh, he's aggressive. He can he can get his shots on the offensive end. He does a good job, you know, dishing to people. And, and the one thing he does incredibly well for his size is he rebounds. He uses his quickness to rebound. He almost had a double double in the first game against Canada. He had uh, six rebounds. Um, in, in the game today, he had four assists, but he did have eight turnovers. Del Bonner just did a terrific job. Uh, you know, it's a couple times got his hand in there and was able to slap it off his knee, create a turnover, uh, which was great to see. The, the other guy that had a pretty big game for them, uh, even though the stat sheet might not have given evidence of this, was uh, Pacheco, number five for them. He ends up with 11 points, but he had a really big three. It was two for three from the three-point range, and he had five assists, although he did have four turnovers. Uh, he was, uh, he's got a Ph.D. in flop. I mean, he was amazing. He looked like he could suit up for Kansas tomorrow with as much flopping as he did out there. But uh, kudos to them. Brazil got a big win. They got two wins in this tournament, and uh, they certainly are going to be a one or a two seed based on how the action goes tonight between Canada and uh, Italy. Uh, but, um, you know, these uh, United States, Baylor's taking three losses, two games they could have won. Uh, really, Italy, uh, that game was never really much in question. Uh, Italy took care of uh, the U.S. Uh, pretty easily uh, and certainly not the defensive effort against Italy that we've seen the last two games against Brazil and Canada. Much better defense. And uh, that's encouraging. So overall, my thoughts are Baylor fans be really encouraged by what you see. Uh, this is going to pay huge dividends during the season. Again, you're without three of your top four players, and uh, or are arguably three of your top five players, and Langston Love and L.J. Cryer, Adam Flagler. Certainly huge, huge uh, issues offensively because those guys are experienced guys that can shoot, open the floor, get better spacing. You know, everything's going to look a lot better when you have those guys on the floor. Uh, but overall, um, you know, not not disappointed at all. Love the effort. Love the energy. Uh, the future of Baylor basketball is very bright, and I, hopefully the coaches and players feel that way as well. I'm sure they. I'm sure the coaches do, uh, but I know the players are probably disappointed to lose these first three games. But they got another shot Saturday in the semifinals, and if they win that game, they can go on to the uh, finals uh, Sunday. I, I, I'd send a text on asking about. Um, uh, if there is a consolation game, and the answer is uh, no, there there is no consolation game. So you have to win on Saturday, and then if you win on Saturday, you are in the championship game. Uh, so that's the answer to that. So so only if if Baylor wins, they play two more games. If they lose, they only got one game left on on Saturday in the uh, semifinals. That's it for today. Uh, you've been listening to a Sikkim 365 podcast with Ashley Hodge, and this was after Baylor's 73-71 uh, to 71 loss against uh, Brazil today. Sikkim Bears.